One man, one mission to rid the world of low standard and mediocre acting once and for all. Brian Timoney, the world's leading authority on method acting, brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting and business of acting techniques in his special acting podcasts. It's Brian Timoney's World of Acting, Unplugged and Unleashed. Hi, it's Brian Timoney here and uh, welcome on to today's podcast. Um, this podcast is going to be slightly different um, from the point of view is that I'm here by myself. Now, I'm normally joined by Joe, but on this occasion, um, I want to have a bit of a one-to-one conversation with you about marketing yourself as an actor. Now, this is an area I think is really important. Um, I think this area is as important as the acting side of uh, of the business because you know, at the end of the day, you could be a brilliant actor, but that could not be seen if you don't know how to market yourself as an actor. Um, and at the end of the day, I think you owe it to yourself and to the people that see your work to be able to market yourself really well um, so that your work can get seen. You know, there's no point in creating great work if nobody's going to see it at the end of the day. So um, I want to talk about that. And I think, um, like I say, it's an important part of this. Now, where do we start with marketing yourself as an actor? Well, let's start at the basics. You have to start with yourself. So I think the very first thing that you should do when you're thinking about um, marketing yourself to the industry is to go and have a good look in the mirror, first of all. And I want you to look and see what you see and be really honest with yourself and start to get a picture for who you are, what type you are, what age are you, and what look are you. Um, now, if you have problems with this, and I know a lot of people do actually, um, it can be quite tough to kind of remove yourself from this process um, because you might have a certain way of looking at yourself or you have a certain idea about yourself is you can take this into a public place, you know, go to somewhere there's a heavy footfall where there's a lot of people, maybe a shopping centre or something like that, and um, take a dress fairly neutrally and maybe take a clipboard or something like that just so that when you do this, people think you're doing some research, and you are doing research just for your own research, and you're going to ask about 10 people or more, um, you're going to ask them the following question, questions. What age do you think I am? And what job do you think I do? And you're going to get a response to that. And if you do it with enough people, you will start to see a trend. They'll start to kind of approximately give you an age range that they think you are in. And they're going to give you um, some jobs that they think you they think that you do. And that will give you a good indication about type. Because let me tell you is that when you're dealing with cast and directors agents, um, they will draw a conclusion about your type quite quickly. And, you know, when you walk into a room and you start to introduce yourself, they are going to start to see and formulate in their mind a certain type. Now, some people have a problem with this because they say, oh, I don't want to be typecast. I don't want, you know, a cast and directing an agent just to think I'm only, I can only be that way. Um, well, let me tell you, you're, you're, I've always said this. Initially, your problem isn't getting typecast. Your problem is getting cast. So first of all, just embrace who you are. Embrace the type that you are. Um, you know, for example, I've had all different kinds of people that have went through my program. 
um, from very, you know many different kinds of backgrounds. You know, I've had um, I've had uh, you know people that have been lawyers or barristers on on the course, and for example, and you know I would tell them to embrace that. You know, when they go into the industry, I say it's not everybody has that background and knowledge. You know how to conduct you. You know how to give excellent lawyer. You know, as a casting director in LA um, that I'm very friendly with, and she she has this term. You know, he says, "What what 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 do you give good at?" You know, it's like, do you give good lawyer? Do you give good uh, doctor? Um, do you give good um, druggy? You know, it's like whatever it is. She says there's a type, there's a certain area that you will be better at than maybe a lot of other people. And she says it's good to concentrate in that area and make it stronger. You know, in the end of the day, that is a strength, and you you want to strengthen that strength and make it very clear that you really can nail that particular kind of type. So uh, before you even start doing anything else. That is the thing that you've got to get clear about. Now, um, when I, I'm going to go further into this conversation about marketing yourself to the industry, let me just pre, um, you know, set this up because I'm not saying if you haven't trained and you have no idea about how to, um, you know, how the industry works, then you you need to understand that first of all. Right, so I'm talking now from the point of view of somebody who has done a lot of training and is now coming out into the industry about how you market yourself to that industry. Um, but also, I think this is good for you to do even before you get to that stage. You know, being clear on your type and and who you are and all that is really important from day one. Um, but for the rest of this conversation, um, this is really once you have been through a training now. I need to make that really clear because if you do what I'm going to describe to you in the following steps and you haven't done that and you're going in cold and you don't really understand the industry, um, this probably won't work for you um, because you'll get found out pretty quickly if you're not a professional. And what I mean by professional is you've done a training. It's like any job. You know, acting is like any job. At the end of the day, if you want to be an accountant, you go and, and study accountancy. You go to college or university. You want to be a plumber, you have to learn how to be a plumber. You go and serve an apprenticeship. You go and learn from other plumbers. Um, acting is exactly the same. Now, if you don't do that, let me tell you, you'll be caught out very quickly by casting directors and agents because there's a terminology, there's a phraseology, there's a way of doing things, there's a process and procedure. So um, that's important for you to to have gone through before you even dream about marketing yourself to the industry, right? And it's important that you, when you think about it, is that part of the marketing process is that you want to market a really strong product, Right or service. So, from an acting point of view, what you are acting as a service that you're going to pr- provide to casting directors and agents. Now, if that if you haven't got that um, product service um, to the point where it's really brilliant or it's really great, then you know there's no amount of marketing is going to make that good. Right, none. You could market to to hell and back, and it's still going to be crap. Right. So, at the end of the day, you've got to make sure that whatever you're going to put out there is excellent. And again, that comes back to training. So I kind of got ahead of myself in a way about identifying your type. But I actually think whether you're new to the industry or you've been in it years, that is a great thing to do because that stands you in good stead. That's the foundation of the marketing process that you're going to put in place. 
So um, with all that in mind, you've got your product service and it's excellent. It's an excellent standard and you know your type and you're going to then market that to cast and directors and agents. So what do you need to do? Right. Well, one of the things, let me take you through a, a few areas that you need to consider. The first thing is you need to prove to cast and directors and agents that you can act and that you're able to provide them with a high quality of acting in order for them to even entertain you. So you have to produce a showreel. You know, when um, people that attend my course, one of parts of part of the course is that they produce, you know, a, a showreel during that, that the course of that year, and I think that's really important because that is a key marketing tool. That is what they start to put in front of casting directors and agents and say, "Look, this is my work, and therefore I can prove to you that um, I can do what I say I'm going to do." So um, that is key producing a high quality showreel and this is not a, again um, depending on where you are in the industry right now uh, if you're completely new to the industry and you've got no idea about how it works this is not about recording something on your iPhone and putting it on YouTube right this is about creating a, a quality showreel with high production values filmed by professional people and directed by a professional in order to get something that is going to be acceptable um, to cast and directors and agents. And you've got to remember, they, they've been in the industry for donkey's years. They know inside out, right? So you've got to impress them. Um, obviously, if you're already in the industry, you know that. And therefore, it's you know what you send to them, you should be aware of what you want to send to them and making sure that it is high quality. Um, something to remember about showreels is that often... Um, you know, a, a lot of that, a lot, you know, how much of a showreel is watched. And let me tell you, it's not uncommon for only 30 seconds to be watched. So for those of you that have already produced a showreel, don't put montages at the front of it or clever graphics at the front of it or anything like that. Start with the acting Go straight into the acting part, right? Um, I've seen so many showreels that have all these sort of montages and showing you in different ways and doing a little thing here and a little thing there. Forget all of that. Take it out. It's get to the acting, right? Because that's what they're wanting to see. Um, get a, you know, a good part of, of whatever it is that you want to show them and get straight into you acting and showing them what you can do. Um, and, and by the way, I would also avoid highly overly emotional um, scenes. You know, you've got to think about what they're casting and what they're looking for. And there's a lot of it's a day-to-day. And they're looking for something that's well acted, that somebody's not overacting, they're being real, they can produce something real on camera, and they can see them walking and talking in a real and believable way. That is the first thing that you've got to do. And then there's also the nuance of, of thought, what's coming across in each thought um, during that, that acting process as well, which they'll be looking out for. So like I say, the showreel is not something to be put together lightly, it's something that needs to be put together by professionals that can guide you um, to make sure you can put out the best quality work so um, showreels I think uh, that's an important part of this mix um, another important part of the, the market mix is your headshot now a headshot is basically a shot of you from the um, roughly from the chest the shoulders up and it's a kind of a close up really of, of you um, a portrait of your face now 
um, it's really important that you get this done by a headshot professional photographer. This is not, don't go to a photographer that does landscapes and, you know, fashion shoots and forget that. You've got to go to a professional that does professional headshots for actors because there is a certain way of doing this that they will know and other photographers will not know. Um, so it's important that, again that you get a headshot done by a head, professional headshot uh, photographer. Um, and um, yeah, because the headshot is really becomes your first agent. Before you've got an agent, what have you got? You've got your headshot and you've got your showreel and your CV, which I'll talk about in a moment. But um, that headshot is really important. And really what you'll want to do is create something and fairly close up because sometimes now when we're putting this stuff online, it's only a thumbnail, right? So you, if it's too distant, it's hard to see. So something fairly close up. And, um, and I would also say something that is relatively... That shows something in the eyes that shows you, but is relatively neutral as well, as in it's not too specific for a main headshot I'm talking about here, and for the main one that you have. Now, you may have different shots that show you in different lights, but for the main one, you want it kind of, kind of uh, a shot that, that could have you playing anything or has a wide range. Now, I would also recommend that you have other shots that you'll get that show you in a particular light. You know, you, you might be really good at doing um, sort of hard men, in which case maybe you got a shot that shows you more in a harsh light. Or maybe you're good at doing um, the girl next door, in which case you've kind of got a shot that kind of shows you in that light. Whatever it is, there may be like four or five different shots that you have in the end, but your main one should have that sort of neutrality about it so that you are quite versatile. Um, so that's very important to get the headshot right. So we've done showreels, headshots, CV is also important from the point of view of when you're first starting out, that's going to be the thing that everybody looks at um, after they look at the headshot. So if they like the look of the headshot, they'll start to look at the CV. Now, if you're new to the industry and you've just done a training, um, then they won't expect to see a lot on your CV. All they'll expect to see is what you've done at uh, acting school, basically. So don't worry about that. If you think, oh, you know, I don't have enough credits. Well, it's to be expected to begin with because they know that you've been through a training and that they, you're just starting to build up professional credits. So don't worry about the fact that you don't have huge amounts on the CV. But what must, and my, and my my belief is, and a lot of industry professionals will agree with me on this, is that an absolute must is where you trained. Um, that you, and to show, to demonstrate to casting directors and agents that you've taken this seriously enough to go and train and learn the profession. Because if you don't have that in your CV, then, well... How serious are you? You couldn't be bothered to go and learn, or you didn't think it was important that you could, you went and learned from professionals how to do this job. Then look, they're not going to take you seriously. So um, it's important initially when you're new to put that on there. As you begin to build professional credits and you've got a whole, you know, you've been in, the, in this industry for ten years and you've got loads of credits, then yeah, that doesn't become as important because you've you've been through it, you've proved it, and you know it's it's um, you've done professional work. But in the beginning, I, I believe it's crucial to be taken seriously. So um, 
So that's an important point. You've got to get that on your CV. That That's more important than the credits. Way more important, right? Because it's basically saying, oh, yeah, I've trained. They've trained professionally. So headshots, CVs, and showreels um, uh, are very important in that process. And knowing your type within that process as well, we've discussed, um, is an important part of the uh, the marketing mix. Now, what do you do with all of that? Now, you've got all of this stuff that you can prove to them that you're a serious actor, but how do you get it to people? So now we have to talk about um, getting, you know, like letters or emails, as most people do now these days. What should be in that that you're sending to casting directors or agents? Well, let me tell you, whatever it is, it should be short. Um, do not send them war and peace about your life, about why you're a special flower, about why you you know your your upbringing and some small village and wherever. They're not interested. They don't care. All they care about is where can that fit you? You know where do you fit? What kind of characters could you play? Um, and they don't have time to read, right? They don't have time to read. Uh, you know a one page essay on your life and what you want what they do have time for is where do you fit so this is where it comes back to type so i often think that when you're introducing yourself for the first time make it nice and short and to the point um maybe a paragraph that basically says you know you're looking for representation or you think you're you're right for this particular project because of x and then have some bullet points um i think bullets are brilliant by the way because it's easy on the eye, they're quick to read, and it's easy to take in. Um, I've had a number of casting directors agree with me on this, so I think it's a good thing to do. And one of the things I used to do when I was sending in a letter or an email like that would be, um, I would I would basically guide them through who I was very quickly. So I would say things like, you know, um, I'm a Glaswegian, and um, I would give my, my age range, and I would also say that I'm very good at playing these kind of roles, you know. So I might, I think at that time I sort of put down, you know, I'd played quite a number of policemen and also hard men. Um, and so that was kind of where, you know, where I fitted. And I, I was making that clear to them. I was thinking, this is this is where I am. And that makes it easy for them because then they go, ah, right. So when I'm looking for that type of role, then, yeah, maybe I go to Brian. Maybe we pull him in for that audition. And you make it easy for them um, because, you know, things are happening very fast within the industry and the easier you can make it for them, the better. Um, that is something that you should do as part of the marketing process is sit down and, th- and put yourself in their shoes, be it an agent or a casting director and think, what do they want? What are they looking for? What are they trying to achieve? Because once you understand that, then everything that you do, you know, what you deliver to them can be done in the right way, you know. So, um, so yeah, that's how I, I would deal with um, with with letters. Um, depend how how often should you contact them, um, and why should you contact them? These are good questions too. So here's here's a general rule of thumb: if you're going to do an you know an introduction, um, then maybe you you know it's it's not always good to do it like every week. You know, you send a letter or whatever, or a phone call, and every single week to the same person. Um, but you can have a rota, you know, so maybe, you, you know, every quarter, every three months you're sending in um, general sort of um, invitations or new headshots or, you know, something you've changed or a particular project you want to tell them about. 
Um, but there's so many people in the industry, you can do that on a rotor type system. So that, you know, maybe every two or three months you're contacting the same person, giving them more information or something relevant. Um, the other way to contact, particularly casting directors, is that when they are involved in a project, and this is by far my biggest preference and the easiest way to get cast, is that you want to understand what they're casting now. And if there's something in that that you think that you're appropriate for, that is the very time to send your stuff into a casting director. It's the best time because you're really relevant at that moment and they are really interested in what you've got to offer at that moment. So as an example, say I knew a certain casting director was casting something um, about Glasgow and they were looking for Glaswegian actors, then um, that's exactly the point. I know that's the best time to contact that casting director. Now, how do you get to know that? Well, you have to do your research. You have to become like Columbo and do your investigation and really get underneath the hood of what's happening in the industry and when. Um, but that's a conversation for another day. So, look, I think that gives you enough to be going on with um, to consider um, when it comes to marketing. There's a whole raft of other things that we could cover on this subject um, that you need to think about um, as an actor. But I think that lays the foundations of your like or the fundamentals of things that you've got to consider. OK, well, um, I'll leave it there for today and I look forward to speaking to you on the next one. You've been listening to Brian Timoney's World of Acting. For a full transcript of today's show, go to www.worldofacting.com. We'll see you next time.